This AFC South predictions edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today to receive a $500 risk-free bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap. America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit and receive up to $500 in bonus cash. That's propswap.com, promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by PixWise. PixWise is the number one home of free sports betting picks. Visit PixWise.com to make your next bet better. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Sign up at UnderdogFantasy.com with promo code SGPN and receive a free $25 entry to use in Best Ball Mania 2. For a chance to win one million dollars, and of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app. SGPN is giving you a chance to win a hundred thousand dollars NFL Week One exclusively on the SGPN app. I pity the fool that don't listen to SGPN. Let it ride, brother. Welcome everyone to the sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean stacking the money green with my partner in picks, Ryan, real money Kramer. What's happening? Kramer? dog. Let's go, baby. Honestly, <laughs> is this the honorary <laughs> adopted division Ooh. of the sports gambling podcast after the NFC East? Cause it feels like every year the AFC South turns into a situation where we love to love one of these teams. So which team will it be this year? Well, right. In previous years, it's been the Indianapolis Colts, well, that was but you. I have a feeling before that it was me with, with, for some oh, reason, wow. Matty Schaub and the Texans, Kramer Andre had a, Johnson. And that is uh, I don't, I forget how much of that was on the podcast, but that was probably the early years where Ryan, <laughs> Ryan just had a huge love affair. With David uh, Andre Johnson, Andre Johnson, I love physical specimen. <laughs> I, I was always a big fan of physical specimen. The original DK Metcalf, yeah, really was mixed with uh, Calvin Johnson. We're going to talk AFC South predictions, walking through the divisions, giving out win total picks, and of course, make sure you download the SGPN app. We're trying to give a hundred, oh, give away a hundred thousand dollars NFL Week One. You can. Uh, Sign up now so that when the lines are live, you will get a, a notification there. But just download the app. Make sure you get it. Make sure you're ready to go to win that massive boatload of cash. Right? Well, I'm sorry, I must have missed it. That how? What's the entry fee for that hundred thousand dollars? It's not. It's not fifteen hundred. It's not twelve hundred. It's not nine hundred. It is zero. Wow. That's right. Absolutely free. And if someone could isolate that eye roll, Sean just <laughs> flashed at me for asking that silly question. Ryan joining us on the line here to talk AFC South. He's the host of the MLB gambling podcast. One of the uh, hosts on the NBA gambling podcast just launched the new prop cast on the SGPN feed writer for SGPN five, a five way. Uh, what's the five, five tool, tool, five, five tool, tool player point. over at sports gambling podcast network. Moonoff Manji Moonoff. You're just uh, straight grinding out here. 
I am, man. It's it almost seems like that that NBA season was over, but now you're prepping for football season and you still have baseball season going on. But um it's a grind, man. I love it. But I find it interesting that you guys, number one, brought me on to talk about the most boring division, I can say. <laughs> and then either that or I'm being a mediator between uh Sean's ex-girlfriend and uh or ex-boyfriend, I can say in Carson Wentz and uh could be AFC division. Well, yeah, I mean, it it is. It really uh, AFC. The Colts and the Bills were kind of my AFC teams. I, I do like Frank Reich. I do like Quentin Nelson, but I don't like Carson Wentz. So when he went over there, it. I'll be honest. My my opinion on the team has changed uh, greatly. All right, let's get into it. Enough messing around. We're gonna get into these teams, into these divisions. Moonoff is a Houston Texans fan. That's that's first up on the slate. But before we get to that, I want to shout out WinBet. That's right. Download the WinBet app now, or just go to wynnbet.com. That's right. Head over there. Get your five hundred dollar risk free bet. Player props, win totals, coach of the year, whatever kind of bets you want to get into. NFL preseason. Closing it out with the MLB. They even had NBA Summer League. They got it all over at WinBet. And then nice uh, parlay boost, even even just adding to it. If you're a DGENs only, and you are because you're listening to this podcast, hashtag DGENs only. You got to head over to WinBet live in so many states. More states coming. So stay tuned. Get the app now and get ready to go. Bringing the Las Vegas experience to you in the palm of your hand. Now, normally when we bring uh, fans on, they are, they end up being the homer, and we uh, oftentimes try to talk them down, or maybe we are convinced by their homerism. But I, I feel like we're in an interesting situation where Ryan has become the Texans homer, and Moon off the Texans fan <laughs> is not the Texans homer. Well, not only that, I, I Sean, please don't be disrespectful no. to our guest. This is uh, we're bringing on one of our leading NFL handicappers. Yes. Uh, sport at sports nerd a two four. Which, by the way, is that the bir- is that a birthday moon off a twenty four? No, it it's a tribute to Kobe. Okay, Shout out to Kobe. Well, eight twenty four. Maybe I'm the ultimate tribute to Kobe because that's my birthday. So it's I, also I, my also my dad's birthday. Wow. How about a lot that? of lot of lot of legendary. Birthdays. We're all we're all, we all have a little of that mamba in us. <laughs> well, moon off. Your nickname is the machine. What does the machine think of this uh, Texans team? God, where do you want to start with this? I mean, do you want to start uh, the downfall? Because again, things started when this team was up what 24, 24 to nothing chiefs, 20, they yeah. were up 24, nothing at one point in the playoffs up 24, nothing. What a, After, what a crazy fall. Was that a decade set. ago. How long ago no, was that? It was 2019. <laughs> I think there should be a documentary like a 30 for 30 coming out about that. But yeah, seriously. The downfall just started from there, right? And then when you have Bill O'Brien with his butt chin as as the head coach here, <laughs> who just completely botched everything. I mean, it, to think that you traded away DeAndre Hopkins, Davian Clowney, and Dwayne Brown, and how many first round picks did you net from that? <laughs> zero. Zero point zero and and they needed first round picks because they gave up so many from Laramie Tunsil. Well, yeah, I was gonna say it's that. one like, thing to be four and twelve, but it's another thing to be four and twelve 
and not have first well, round draft. What's picks. the takeaway here, right? We like to have a good postmortem, be objective, <laughs> see where we can get better. Maybe don't let the coach who's trying to save his job with your future, yes, have a decision making uh, opportunity to to give away that future. Because yeah, I mean they've they've honestly they've done the hilarious thing where they should be rebuilding with lots of picks, but somehow they've both mortgaged <laughs> their future and present. I don't know. I and, feel and and as we tape this, uh, Deshaun Watson still up in the air. Yeah. It yep. seems like there's more stuff coming up every day. So, it, I I originally thought he would be suspended like six to eight games, but now I think he's going to be in this weird zone where they're not going to play him. He's not going to be officially suspended because they need the legal stuff to clear before the NFL can do their investigation. So it's all it's all kind of held up. He doesn't want to settle, which is kind of bad for him because it's gonna it's gonna drag this thing out. It seems. I, I just don't think he plays at all. I mean, Moonoff, is there any chance he plays? I, I think you're more invested in the Deshaun Watson story than I am for the for the sake of the Eagles. <laughs> I know. I am keeping an eye on it. Sean, you, as a, as a Texans fan, I'm sure you're probably just checked out. I'm just gonna. We have to discuss this for a second. Be Sean, sure. Sean. Sean is going beyond becoming familiar with the case. He's starting to work on his talking points when when Deshaun Watson if, gets. If he becomes a Philadelphia <laughs> Eagle, I can't just I can't just come in there willy nilly without a, a without a list of reasons why the you know to to uh, uh, like any good defense attorney, Ryan. I'm gonna have to this defend my client Deshaun Watson. Uh, uh, <laughs> this and is I'm just be- preparing my case. I don't want to go to court this with is, no documents prepped. This is going to be great. Cause this, this episode is going to be <laughs> dropping uh Wednesday night, uh, August 25th on the West coast. So if the tra- if something's happened between now and then <laughs> it's going to be super funny hearing Sean prepare for it. But uh, I mean, like if let's just quick talk about it because four and 12, yep. they went under their seven and a half last yes. year. Uh, and it was a lot. To, you nailed it, Bill O'Brien. Uh, he's a complete clown. Yet now he's running the offense in, in Alabama. So you know, go figure. Doing his uh, rehab cust- uh, customary service to the uh, the Don down there in Alabama. Win total this year is four flat, one ten each way. I think this is the lowest uh, win total on the board. Twenty eight to one to win the division. One hundred fifty one to win the conference. Three hundred to one to win the Super Bowl. Make playoffs is down to eight to one, Sean. I gave it out at thirteen to one earlier this summer. <laughs> you DJs must have listened. Smart, smart money's just, all over. Just smashed. It. There's no value anymore. I'll tell you, that. no value anymore. <laughs> Minus fourteen hundred to not make the playoffs. Uh, starting to see some value on that side. I don't know. I mean, isn't this one of these situations? I keep saying it. I keep mumbling like a crazy person in the office. Isn't this still fill a team filled with professionals and every media outlet they turn on, they hear, well, there's no one on this team that's better than replacement level. This isn't even a professional football team. We're going to hear the could Alabama beat? beat the Houston Texans? You have a guy coming over from a professional team in the Baltimore Ravens who understands what it takes to have a professional culture. Uh you have a quarterback who understands what it takes to be a pro been in the league for a lot of years. Now he was drafted the same year as cam Newton. And you know what? Tyrod Taylor and Andy, Andy, I would, and, I would and take Tyrod over cam Newton at this point. No joke. I, I, think I it's, take Tyrod over cam Newton and Andy Dalton, uh, and, he, especially for this type of situation. Yeah. Like just go figure it out. He's done that before with the bills team. Just go figure it out. So I do wonder. We 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 say this all the time, right? The best team and the worst team. There isn't a, always a huge gap. Now in this case, this franchise has been giving away assets. They haven't been acquiring assets. They've been run by a buffoon. 
Uh, they're not paying the right guys. They have a ton of running. They're investing in positions that were that you should have invested in 20 years ago. So they they did a they did a really good job of losing close games at the at well, just yes, towards the end yes. of last year. Massive regression uh, signs here. Two and eight in one score games. A turnover margin of minus nine. So it, it's really easy to make fun of the Texans and say they're going to be the worst team in the league, and that's in the realm of possibilities. John, but Ryan, they finished third in their division. Let's not forget that. <laughs> yes, that's also true. Tyrod, he's uh, 24, 21 and one as a starter. And those Bills teams from 2015 to 2017, where the majority of his starts came from, those weren't dominant Buffalo Bills teams. Those weren't a Bills teams with a ton of talent on the roster. And David, defense, maybe. David Coley comes in. This guy isn't, you know, he's not a He's not chopped liver. No, he he's not a part of uh, trusting the process. He's not going to tank. He's an old guy who finally got his first job or first shot to be an NFL coach. He's not going to be in on intentionally losing. I don't think this team's going to be amazing, but I'll say this: other teams with a four-win total, which their their win totals at four and a half, if you do it with the sixteen to seventeen games uh, in recent memory, Jets in twenty seventeen and Dolphins. In 2019, both went over that uh, four-win total. So I'm not as I'm not gonna dub them a playoff team, but I don't I don't think it's gonna be quite the dumpster fire that you do, Kramer. It, I mean, big picture, moon off. Are you are you hoping that they're bad, or what do you want to see out right. of your text? Just just for the record, I do not think it's gonna be a dumpster fire. Okay, yeah, just for the but record, you guys got it all wrong already, right? Let let let's rewind. They hired. <laughs> First, the, the 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 coach that they hired, the, his his first year, he's the oldest guy that's been, ever been hired as a sixty five year old in his first year. That is an interesting move. After that, they constructed the oldest roster in the <laughs> NFL. Now, how do you tank? You get a whole bunch of old guys, get them to you know get injured or fake some injuries, and that's that's the way you can tank oh, and wow. try to get the number one overall pick. So, I think the Texans oh, are playing wow. chess out here over checkers. This team is going to be bad guys. Do not waste your money putting money on this oh, team. Wow. I think I already put some money down on Owen 17 at oh. 20 or I think it was like 12 or 14 to one. Wow. But I think the only chance the only game they have a chance of winning. Is that going to be that week one game where I'm putting money on the Texans other than that dumpster fire. And it's not even a problem. Like with the players and the coaches, it's really the front office. Like with your GM yeah, that you hired, that you went against well, what Deshaun Watson wanted, and your your head coach. I mean, he seems like a great guy, but if you just saw his recent interview where they're talking about if they're going to go with, for it on fourth down, he said it's going to be a thing that if I'm feeling, if it's a good thing, I'm going to go for it. And he said something about analytics. He didn't <laughs> say the na- name analytics, right? He said like analytics or some shit like that. But the machine does not it's like this be. approach to uh, <laughs> handicap. Philip Lindsay, I, I can't find a, uh, a a prop bet on Philip Lindsay's rushing yards over because uh, again these these sports books are just cowards. They're, they're aren't even bothered <laughs> posting prop bets. I think Brandon Cooks is the only one I could find, but I do yeah. like I do like Philip Lindsay over rushing yards because the dude runs hard, and I actually think he's going to be the first and second now back, and and then David Johnson will be used more as like a a pass catching guy. Again, don't go huge on it, but I, I think if they do post it, it'll be like 400, uh, 450 yards, which is comically low. And Ryan, Sean, I, he's I, like he's like our height, Sean. I don't <laughs> think he's going to be getting five hundred yards. Uh, Philip Lindsay, I, I'll I, say this: I like if, Philip if we see Mark Ingram get cut, 
before the season mm. starts, I might believe Moon off's angle because I don't believe Mark Ingram is going to be on a team that's going <laughs> to willingly lose games. I don't think Philip Lindsay, Tyrod Taylor is not. I, he's not a guy that willingly loses. Tyrod is not a loser. Ty, Ty, yeah. I mean, it took a uh, it took the medical team stabbing him yeah. in, in, in Los Tried Angeles to, to give up that job. <laughs> the win right. total, I I said four and a half. It's actually down to four. Right? Yeah, I was gonna say. Well, okay. yeah, had you been listening to the podcast, uh, you would have heard. I was four. pulling up my notes. I, I understand. There's a lot going on, but I I do think it's important to to remember that uh, this team, like, they're gonna hear it. They're gonna hear. There is something now. Maybe they're that bad. Maybe you're right, Moonoff, and it's such a bad situation that they're just Toxic. gonna. It's not gonna. It won't matter even if they have fifty percent of the team getting up because they're feeling disrespected. Yeah. Sean, why did we love Philip Lindsay coming out of college? You ran hard. Nobody believed undrafted. him. Undrafted. He Chip has a tattooed on him. I, I I just get the sense that you have enough guys like that. You bring in an old coach, an old football guy coach, and a. I'm going to love, I have a feeling I'm going to either do great or lose a lot of money betting on the Texans with the points this year. Cause I don't think they're favored in any game. I think they're, I think they're, oh, no way they're catching more than a touchdown. And I think 10 games. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to probably be looking long and hard at why we shouldn't be it betting the be Texans against week the spread, to week. Yeah. But if uh, you know, I'm obviously a, a Homer Tyrod, I'll stand on the table and say it. The, the he's the greatest quarterback I saw play at Virginia tech. Wow. Uh, Look, Vic was there. He he did great things, but Tyrod won fucking games. And uh, I'm gonna go down uh, swinging with Tyrod here. Should we go through the schedule? Let's go. So, I, I will say um, I did enjoy I did enjoy the <laughs> Football Outsiders uh, projection of 6.7 wins. That that was. Uh, oh my god! I, I'm sure uh, Watson in there, but uh, that's. I that's, wonder what they're smoking over there. <laughs> a professional team. All right, Houston Texans open the season at home against Jacksonville as a home dog. What are we thinking here? Yeah, that is insane line. Uh at Cleveland. Dog. Carolina at home on a Thursday night. Non-conference road game from Carolina. And then at Buffalo. Boy. One and three. Moon off? Yeah, I'll go one and three. Oh, look at this guy. One and he's buying in. <laughs> I, I think they're gonna get that win. And I think Sean. Yep. I, I think they beat Carolina. I go two and two. Here we go. <laughs> Texans. Jesus Christ. Could they be in first place in the division at this point? Who knows? New England at home. No. <laughs> at Indy. At Arizona. Rams at home. This is an 0 and 4 stretch for yeah, me. Yeah. <laughs> that's 0 and 4. That that you just keep an eye on that Cardinals game because it's gonna be a bloodbath for the Texans. You have range angles from DeAndre Hopkins and Ooh. you have uh, JJ White on the defensive side too. He won't have as much hostility, but I think DeAndre Hopkins is gonna go off in that game. But yeah, oh and four for sure. You're not worried about the David Johnson revenge spot? <laughs> Sean, <laughs> on this you, offensive line, no. Sean, did you also go 0 and four? Yeah. I actually think the offensive line could be decent. That that's that's my hot take, I think. Next up at Miami by week 10 at Tennessee jets at home Colts at home. I think there's can, some winnable games can in there. We get to two games. I got him at least winning one of these, but Ryan is two games. Crazy. I'm going, I, I almost want to go three and one here, but I'm going to go two and oh. two. <laughs> wow. Moon off. I got that. You're going to kill moon off over here. <laughs> moon off. Are you going Oh, and four? They got to uh, win here. I think that the, that jets game, I think I'll go one and three. 
Okay. Sean. Yeah. I mean, I think they, I think they get up for some of these division games. I'm going to go one and three. Yeah. I think, I think they're going to be a tough out, you know, like you talk about Philly, Houston, tough out Seattle (laughs) at home at Jacksonville chargers at home. Chargers can blow that game (laughs) at Niners. Uh, one and three. Oh, and four. I, I mean, guys. I think I do think the Jaguars are going to be worse. Yeah, so they're going to they're going to beat the Jags. One and three. You said oh and four, Moonoff. Oh and four. <laughs> and the bonus game, Sean, at home against Tennessee. Titans won't need it. Resting their starters. Love this spot. Give me the win. They mess up their draft position and piss Moonoff off and win the game. <laughs> Moonoff, what what happens here? That would be so Texans. Um, <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna lose this game, guys. Oh, give me the loss. Okay. So what Moonoff is Moon one off and sixteen. No, Moonoff is two, two and fifteen. Two and fifteen. Okay. And I feel like he was being generous for Moonoff over there. Yeah, he was. I was. Uh, Sean, you're at five four, and five and twelve. Four. Four. Four and thirteen. Okay. Right on the push. Nice work. Uh Sean, I am at six and eleven. Houston, te- they could be flirting with the second spot in the division there, Sean. Well, since I'm since I'm right on the number, I will grade it an over because okay. I do Ooh, think, yeah. again, just that the idea of taking an over on a four win uh, total is to me that's where I want to be. But again, what were the the Jets were pretty low last year, we, but even they were like five or six. And we didn't discuss this, but I mean, Moonov mentioned it, but the, just the fact that we're getting off of Bill O'Brien. Isn't there an upgrade there? Isn't there yeah. a little bump there? All right, let's. Uh, but uh, any sort of uh, oh yeah, any sort of futures. And that's that you what, like, what I was saying is, oh my goodness, I might have gotten them too high because <laughs> I love them to finish third at three to one. Who okay. used the Texans third in the division plus oh, three hundred? I'm with you. I'm I'm down on that third place plus three hundred. And we were discussing this, but uh, onions week one survivor play Houston. <laughs> let's go. Well, I- I think that 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 week one spot's going to be good for the Texans, right? It's it's the first game of the season, and I, you have a rookie head coach and a rookie quarterback coming into your place, yeah, favored by more than field goal. That's the only time I will be placing money on the Texans that week one game. <laughs> Which concern, now I'm a little worried that so our streams I, are crossing. I do like Philip Lindsay <laughs> rush yards over, assuming you can find it. And what do we? What do you? Should I set that number for you? Yeah. What did you say? What did you say you thought it would be? Well, I, I thought it would be like 500. I mean, I get it, it's still kind of unclear what their backfield situation is going to be like. But you want to bet on is, the, the, the guy. He's our guy. Yeah. I mean, he had what? 502 last year. Really? That's uh, all he had last year? Yeah. He was, he was hurt a little bit. So I, I think they're going to set it at like 400. So uh, yeah. I mean, he had a thousand yards his first two years in Denver. I, I think he is. Assuming he stays healthy, I, I think he's. You can smash that over. Assuming it, it posts, yeah. And I do think, again, <laughs> Ryan, you have. I, I mentioned this before, but you have Houston Texans to make the playoffs. You gave that out at fourteen to one. I, 13, 13, 13 to one. I, don't lie to the. Audience. I would. I would rather take, <laughs> and and maybe you know a horse race a bet on David Culley, coach of the year, because if he got this Texans team mm. to the playoffs. Fifty to one on David Culley, Coach of the Year. I like that better than just thirteen to one to make the playoffs. Well, you can't. How does he not Sean, get Coach of the Year if let, they get in the playoffs? Let's focus on reality because we already drove the price down. Make the playoffs is plus eight hundred, so yeah. we're we're definitely not entertaining it at this point. No, that is at at eight hundred. That's not even <laughs> who's worth. betting it at plus eight hundred. And Moonoff, you said uh, they would go zero and seventeen. You got that, 
any other, any other props or uh, future stuff? Yeah. Tw- I took 20 to one on them to go winless, but um, a serious bit. I took Zach Cunningham to have the most tackles in the league Ooh. at Ooh. plus seven fifty. Um, I think that he's one of the bright spots on this defensive uh, defensive side of the football for the Texans. He was number one last year, the previous season uh, before that, I believe he was number seven. So this guy's a stud man that they, they drafted him high. Um, they, you know, he's going to be, the tackles are going to be there with the loss of JJ Watt too. Right. So that's going to kind of open it up there for the Texans. Obviously they got Shaq Lawson to replace JJ Watt, but I think Zach Cunningham is one of the few bright spots for this Texans uh, front seven. Yeah. That's, I actually, that's I, a fun angle too. Cause if, if they are, if teams are able to drive on them and kind of be methodical and the, and the offense sputters with a bunch of three and outs, you can see the time of possession going to the opponents a bunch and, and helping uh, pad those tackle stats. Yeah. And, yep. and this team could also accidentally have a pass rush. Oh yeah. Prop swap, baby. Oh man. We of course brought to you by prop swap America's number one app, both buy and sell sports bets. You're like Kramer and you're sitting on that Houston Texans to make the playoffs. <laughs> Maybe they get out to that four and oh, five and oh start. You want to unload it, guarantee yourself a profit, or you're like Moonoff and have them uh, have a ticket on them to go winless. Obviously, that one probably would be tougher to hedge because it's, uh, I guess, depending at if they go through the season and they keep being, uh, keep not winning a game, it will certainly go up in value. And that's the great thing about Prop Swap. You don't have to win the bet to make money. People actually make average prop swap sellers make uh 500 bucks a month just listing and selling tickets and uh, you're a savvy gambler. You know uh you know how you know how your bankroll works. When something looks too good to be true and it's it's going to fail, sell that ticket. Uh you know you know you're going to jinx it. So and on the other side buying, you end up getting the best price because you're buying someone else's hedge. It just Makes sense. Prop swap. It's where America buys and sells sports bets. Kramer, the Colts. Uh, your Colts, formerly, they went eleven and five last year with Philip Rivers. He mm. retired, ma- making more babies. Took him over the total. Nine this year, Sean. Plus one hundred on the over, minus one twenty on the under, plus one forty to win the division. They are the second favorite. Plus sixteen hundred to win the conference. Plus thirty five hundred to win the Super Bowl. Minus one twenty to make the playoffs, plus one hundred to miss. It's a lot of faith in a quarterback that hasn't done a goddamn thing in the National Football League, but have a good thirteen game season. Seems a little bit like a, a bitch in the locker room. Seems a, a little bit uh, like a bitch on the field. I once predicted his uh, ACL tear, and I'll predict this. <laughs> I will be very uh, now. I think the playoffs having seven games could they seven teams could they get in there? Per, perhaps uh, are they probably going to be the second best team in this division? Uh, yeah, unless something horribly collapses. But what happened to your Texans, Ryan? You're already out on them. Well, I, I, I have them to finish third. <laughs> okay. I, I mean, throwing it to you, th- I'll leave you with this because Colby Dant hit us with this this morning. Yeah. But. Uh, the East Carolina program has not been the same since Scotty Montgomery <laughs> coached there. He is now the, I think we said the running backs coach yep. in Indy. Uh, so buyer beware. Yeah. According to, uh, according to Colby, uh, Scotty Montgomery, the man who destroyed ECU football. So 
Look out there, the Colts adding him. And and already bad mojo with this Colts team. Not only did uh, Carson Wentz dealing with this weird freak foot uh broken foot injury, but somehow it was contagious and he and he <laughs> gave it to Quentin Nelson. They I guess they weren't giving six feet of uh, space. Speaking of oh, that, wow. Wentz uh, clearly uh anti-vaxxer, so he may miss some games. Their 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 quarterback depth behind Wentz is seriously questionable. And it's fun to make fun of uh, Philip Rivers, but he actually had a pretty clean, efficient year. Hall of Famer, which we haven't seen out of Carson Wentz in a long time. Carson Wentz last year, five point seven yards per attempt. Philip Rivers, eight point eight yards per attempt last year. And and if you look at the number, they're basically pricing it the same. And not only Quentin Nelson dealing with that foot injury. Now, of course, Quentin Nelson and Carson Wentz quote uh, feels like they uh, will be playing Week One, which as a guy, uh, uh, the Eagles have the Colts draft pick. If Carson Wentz plays 75% of the snaps. So this is a dream scenario where he plays through this injury and plays horribly. What, that's the, what, that's what you want. What's the number on him game started this year? Well, I, I'm hoping it's 13 and a half so that he hits the over because it, it, if he doesn't play 75% of the snaps, then they don't get the first round pick. It'll be a second rounder. But the thing that not enough people are talking about is this Colts offensive line kind of carried the team in previous years, and it's not going to be there. They lost Anthony Costanzo to retirement, and that that he was one of the he was a bright spot on that offensive line, left tackle holding it down. They brought in Eric Fisher, who's coming off a torn Achilles. That doesn't matter. From Sean. Kansas City, they're saying maybe he's playing in October or whatever. But Carson Wentz doesn't need protection. No, yeah, that's exactly uh, what he needs. I mean, Frank Reich, obviously a good coach. Colts have had twenty nine halftime uh, leads in the in the last three years. But again, Carson Wentz, both in game and in seasons, he's been a slow starter. Obviously, twenty seventeen was his best year, but even in twenty eighteen and twenty nineteen, or especially twenty nineteen, his bright spot was just him closing out those last four games, and even early in the season. Last year he struggled. He struggles early in games. So I think there's a chance that this Colts gets to seven or eight wins, but I think they're going to start off really slow. And you look at their first five, six games, they're playing very tough defenses, very tough situations uh, against good teams. That's all right. They'll bring in their short yardage quarterback, uh, Jacoby. Oh, <laughs> Jacoby Brissett's gone. They that's, lost Jacoby. Jacoby to Brissett, me, yeah. that's the key loss on yeah. this team because this defense is good, and and I'm curious on uh, Moonoff probably loves the Colts, but where I, where are you at with the I'm Colts? I'm curious at, because th- this defense is gonna like. I feel like this defense could carry a backup quarterback like Jacoby Brissett to, to a winning record. I don't know about well, a rookie. Well, I, I think I think they could if their offensive line. Was healthy, but I think the combination of no left tackle and Quentin Nelson, I think, and Carson is, Wentz is, is really going to be what submarines. I would take the under on thirteen and a half. By the way, yeah, and, Carson and Wentz I was I was dancing, thinking or I. It's been a wild ride because at first it seemed like Wentz was just going to miss a little bit of time. Then there was like, oh, he might miss the entire year, and I go, oh shit, I'm not going to hit my under passing no. yards on Carson Wentz because it's not action if he doesn't play. And now it does seem like he is going to play, but he's playing through injury. Moonoff, where are you at with the Colts? Yeah, I think Sean, you hit the nail on the head with this, with their offensive line. And why does it seem like that every time Carson Wentz is starting a game or with a previous team, the, the offensive <laughs> yeah. line always like gets injured or something, something freakish happens. But yeah, obviously the loss of Anthony Constanzo is, is huge, right? He's probably their best offensive lineman over the past couple of years. Now the injury with Quentin Nelson, like you mentioned, um, 
I mean, the skill positions you look at, I think Michael Pittman may take that leap, the second year leap this year, but their, their, their running back group, I think is pretty solid, right? With Jonathan Taylor, you have name Hines, uh, uh, Marlon Mack is still there. So, um, obviously somebody's going to have to win this crappy division. And I think it's just a two horse race between the Colts and the, um, the Titans. Um, you know, for me, I'm not sure, man. It's, it's just a weird place because we don't know what the whole thing with Carson Wentz is going to be. I will throw out a bet when we get to that player prop section, as we kind of wrap up the Colts. But um, yeah, for me, I, I agree with everything you said, Sean, I think defensively you, when you have the force bunker in your front seven, and the arguably the best, you know, maybe linebacker with Darius Leonard. Yeah, that's going to be huge for this defense. And like I think, when uh, you said that they're going to be able to carry this defense, or this defense will be able to carry the offense, right? But I won't be surprised if we do see some regression from this defense because this their rush defense was one of the best, if not the best, last year. They have some questions in the secondary, but if they're able to perform that the way they did last year, I think they can still carry this offense. But again, the biggest question mark is going to be Carson Wentz and, and the only direction for him to go is up from here. Well, and that's the, and that's the exact narrative. Cause you look at Indy two years ago, 19th DVOA defense, they pop up into the top 10. Yep. Uh, they have a, you know, a decent year on offense. Now you look at a situation where they don't have the safety net at quarterback injury. And, and I don't care uh, how good uh, Sam Ellinger's looking in preseason. That's not a dude you want running an NFL team. Jacoby Brissett was fine. They lose that, and now you lose uh, you lose a little bit of uh, you know depth in your defense. So if anything happens there, and you stop becoming a defensive team, or you just regress because your turnovers go the other yep. way, or something like that. And so, so, I think it's it's hard to project the Colts as a super high ceiling team unless you really believe in Carson Wentz. And if you watch the NFC East closely, like I have, Carson Wentz. Uh, not he a franchise need, needs, quarterback. I, and more, more importantly, when we watched Manny Pacquiao get knocked out, we all said the same thing. Dude's done. And I, you know, I know he's fighting this weekend, uh, but <laughs> I, I, he's been done ever since. And sometimes things happen and people just get broken. Whatever happened in Philly, I know they're trying to reunite him with his, you know, with and, Frank and, he's Wright just, and, and he's just a coward. Uh, things got tough and he packed it in. That's not a guy who's going to, well, going to grit it out and, that's and where play he, through this injury. And that's you have to believe that the coach is going to maximize the talent again, and that wasn't an outlier. You have to hope the defense still plays at an elite level, and you almost have to hope that that Carson Wentz can change as a human, because <laughs> I haven't seen too many raging pussies take NFL teams into into the playoffs as division winners. So and they and five and two and one score games. Not to mention he's not playing the whole game. These foot injuries these guys have. Oh. It's going to throw your, he was dealing with accuracy issues, healthy last year that it, how does that not throw off your throwing motion? No, just in general though. I wouldn't be surprised and, if both, both of these players get hurt again. And, and it throws off your whole preparation. Like he's, he's granted. He kind of knows Frank Reich's offense, but he's never played with any of these receivers and you know, training camp preseason. That's basically been out the window as he's recovering from this injury. So he's going to come in super cold five and two and one score games. And the turnover margin, a plus 10, like some of that stuff could come back uh, to, to, to earth. And I, I just don't see them getting to that nine. It feels like this hasn't really been adjusted much since we heard about the Wentz injury, you, which foot is this? I think it's his, uh, I think it's his left foot, but I'll look it up real quick. That's his plant foot. I, I think yeah. 
I mean, this is the kind of thing that will we'll either a he'll he'll pop back as another foot injury, or or you'll you'll he'll like be he'll be out with like a calf yeah, strain, broken broken left foot. So in the same way that Dak was recovering from his ankle and threw out his lat, look for Carson Wentz to have similar sort of injury issues as he's compensating for his because uh, the injury wasn't that he injured it. It was like some piece of bone from like a previous injury. It popped and it like broke off and they had to do surgery to take it out. So yeah, I, I would well, I mean Carson Wentz is upgrading from one crappy organization to a good organization. I think we're forgetting <laughs> that fact, right? Oh wow. Wow. Throwing the Eagles <laughs> under the bus. I like off. that. That was well done, Moon. Remind me. At least front office wise. <laughs> well, how well, it, how is, it is fun to make fun of Howie Roseman. So he I got is you a there. Dweeb. All right, let's should, go. Let's go. Cold schedule. Should we? Did I have? Let me see. If, make sure I didn't miss it. No, we we hit on Scotty Montgomery, didn't we? Yeah, we got that. Okay. Uh, all right. First four for the Colts: Seattle at home, which they're short dogs in that matchup. Rams at home at Tennessee at Miami. This is an interesting Ooh. start. Uh, I you know it's it hard to see them winning. The home games. I, I think they're going to start out really slow, and this is not just me, the hater in me, but kind of feels like the hater in you. There's some hate in there. No. Seahawks, <laughs> I, I like that spot for them, but that Rams defensive line, Aaron Donald against a subpar offensive line, and then Titans on road on the road. I'm higher on the Titans. Dolphins, I think, suck, but again, it's it's Florida early dome team. Maybe they're not conditioned. Oh, and four is crazy, but I, I don't think one and three is out of the realm of possibilities. Moon off. Yeah. I th- uh, one thing I wanted to mention, um, if you take a, if we go back to last year, their, their first seven weeks, I think the best quarterback that they faced was Kirk cousins compared to, the, to this year. This is going to be a gauntlet yeah. start for them within the first seven weeks. And I agree with Sean. I think it'll be a one and seven, uh, sorry, one and three start for them. Uh, it's going to be a slow start uh, for the Colts. But if you, if you're a believer, uh, in this Colts team, I think the best thing would probably be to wait to pick up some division odds on this team. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, as far as going back to schedule, yeah, one and three. You know, this is definitely something you're looking maybe to buy on prop swap if you are a Colts believer. But yeah. again, I, I think they're going to start off so slow. I could see them finishing hot and making yeah. it close, but early it's going to be tough. Yeah, I'll join you guys with one and three. Um, that's uh, a it's a tough start at Baltimore on Monday Night Football. Doesn't get easier. Houston at home, at San Francisco on Sunday Night Football. Tennessee at home. I think two and two is reasonable. I think they most likely win these. Uh, yeah, two and two. Moon off. Yeah, where, two where, and yeah. two. I two think they'll two? get those 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 two uh, home games. All right. Next up, we have the Jets at home on Thursday Night Football. Colts get a lot of prime time here. Mm. What, 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 people want to watch Carson Wentz. I do not believe <laughs> that. Not a lot of people in North Dakota, sir. Jacksonville at home at <laughs> Buffalo. Tampa Bay at home. Ooh. I mean, Colts again. That it, we'll see if their offensive line gets better and and if if Fisher can come back and play. But again, we saw what um, a subpar offensive line in the Super Bowl with the Chiefs. What that what that that Bucks D line can do to them. So and I, the 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 Bucks uh, Colts game. Bucks will be coming off a loss to the Giants, so they'll be really <laughs> pissed off and they'll want to they'll want to take it out on someone uh, at <laughs> Buffalo in November. Dome team in November uh, in Buffalo. I I think I mean the home games they should probably win. So I'll go two and two. There is a revenge angle there, right? The Colts uh, did lose to the Bills in the playoffs. Yeah, uh, in Buffalo. In Buffalo. So there there's some demons there. Again, though, you know, you said two and two. 
Yep. Yeah, two and two. Two and two, I agree. All right. Next up, we got at Houston. Bye week, super late bye week, week fourteen, the last week of buys. Damn, fantasy football playoffs are gonna be tough. New England at home, at Arizona on Christmas, and the Vegas Raiders at home. Uh, you know, I I don't know how high I am on New England. Uh did I read off the right schedule? I didn't read off the right schedule. Uh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At, okay. at Texans, Pats oh. at home, at Cardinals, yeah, I got Raiders at home. Uh, do they win the home games again? Could they? Could they win a bunch of games here? Could this be a little bit of a run, a little bit of a get into the playoffs? Uh, I think this is a point in their schedule where you want to buy up the cold stock right before. Yeah. I think right before the Buccaneers game. Oh, this is after the. Oh, yeah. oh buy it before yeah. the Bucks. Yeah, yeah, buy before the Bucks. Yeah, or even after the Bucks, or even it, after, it, yeah. yeah. So I'm gonna go three and one. Win, win, win. Could they go four and zero oh there? They could, I, but uh, I go. Yeah, I, I'm going four and zero, oh and then f- uh, just to fast forward, I'll go Jaguars are gonna be this. So I think I'm fine finishing five and zero. Oh. All right, I'm I'm gonna go four and zero oh there, Sean. I'm gonna go three and one, but then uh, and then I have them beating the Jags, so four and one. Yeah, they beat they beat the Jags. Wow, they they really finish on a tear. I have them going. Ten and seven. Mm. Moonoff has them going ten and seven. And uh, Sean, you got them going nine and eight. I'm gonna make that last quadrant two and two instead of three and one, so I can get them to eight and nine. <laughs> Not gonna take. You, you want them under five hundred? Yes, understand. exactly. It's just hard. I think I do think I you know I I think they're just gonna be behind the eight ball. And again, we've seen what Carson Wentz, how he reacts to a team getting off to a slow start and not clicking and not firing on all cylinders. He's a pouty baby who doesn't deserve to play for the city of Philadelphia. Maybe I'm too high on him. So you're you're on the over, uh Moonoff's on the over, but you guys are just barely over uh And I, I'm I'm one game under. You guys are one game oh, I over. I feel like I should adjust the. Um, let's go to three and one that stretch, and I'm nine and eight now. Sean. Okay. So I let's wanna, not forget Philip Rivers left the door open about returning too, yeah. right? If it's the right situation. So if Carson Wentz. <laughs> he saw he saw Wentz's foot injury. He's like, guys, yeah. phone's on. If you want to pay me another twenty five million dollars, <laughs> I mean, I'll come through real quick. Uh, my DMs are open. No. Yes. No. Uh, futures aren't that interesting to me because even at Eight and nine, they I'm, might sneak into the playoffs. I just don't know who's plus one forty at the division. Like none of these futures are that appealing. Who's betting on them to win the conference at sixteen to one? That's not appealing to me. No, um, no. my prop bet is a it's a long shot. Hashtag Dejans only. Hear me out. Indianapolis Colts worst regular season oh, record <laughs> at one hundred to one. Uh, okay. I mean, the Eagles <laughs> won, went four eleven and one with Sean, arguably timeout. Yes, they played the Texans twice. They played the Jets. What more do you need to know? Yeah, you're right, and the Jags <laughs> twice. But I'm and so it'll be tough to get them to that bottom. <laughs> but if Wentz uh, aggravates that foot injury, which is a possibility, if they can't get that offensive line healthy, then you got uh, Sam Ellinger behind a shitty offensive line. This thing could spiral. Uh, at a hundred to one, this has spiral potential. So that's why I, I think it's kind of a fun hater bet. Yeah. I mean, the outsiders have them 8.7 projected. So, so again, getting them to two or three wins you is a stretch. You got to shave five wins off. Maybe they're, 
they'll be a regression team next year because they lost a lot of close games. Turnovers didn't go their way. Uh, the ball bounced the wrong way. Again, they, they lost a lot of games. Five and two in one score games, a turnover margin. They've already gotten bit by the injury. Hundred to one, you say? Hundred to mm. one. Let's go. How many? I, 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 a couple people should throw a check on that. It's, I mean, it is a look, fun bet. I'm, I'm sure some of you have won ten teamers on these unders we've been yes, giving out exactly. this, this fine year of 2021. Oh Jonathan Taylor under ten and a half rushing touchdowns. That's that, my that's, that's my problem. Too. And I guess, uh, especially with the offensive line issues. Uh, yeah, I just, if the offense takes a step back, I, I don't see him getting like Naheem Hines is still going to be used around the red zone in the passing game. And I think even in the version where Carson Wentz uh, is doing, doing good things like Mo Ali Cox, Carson Wentz always enjoyed throwing to a big receiver um, Pittman as Long well. Cox. So I think and I think if any other quarterbacks playing the Philip rivers angles fun, I guess, but any other quarterbacks playing. And I just, I just don't like the offense enough to want to take Jonathan Taylor to score 11 rushing touchdowns. Well, and, and, and just real quick thought on fantasy. I do think Michael Pittman at some point does become a value uh, with how low he's, he's oh, being I'm drafting him. I'm Cause drafting he's, him. he's yeah. really falling. And I think even if Wentz sucks and the team kind of sucks, there's, there's a world where he gets a ton of yards after catch. Like just watching the guy, he looks explosive. And then again, they have games against the Texans, the Jags. Uh, so I, I think there is some uh, some value there for Pittman and fantasy. Where are you at with uh, prop bets, uh, Moonoff? What, what do you like here? Um, I'm ready for all the smoke on this one from Sean. I, I think is a point that Ryan just made is that if if that if Carson Wentz kind of finds his form. I mean, we, we said at the beginning, <laughs> when we're talking about this team is that there's only one direction for Carson Wentz to go and that's up yep. and it's not a crazy bet, but I got down on it earlier, <laughs> 13 to one for comeback player of the year. Oh yeah. Oh, that is what's so... he coming back from Sean. Yeah. That's the only problem. <laughs> He's coming back from being shitty, which they don't exactly. give that. So, they don't I give mean, the award to come back for <laughs> shitty. If he got hit by a bus, which I hope he does now after he plays, of course, 75% of the steps then gets hit by the bus uh, that, you know, if he was come back from injury and I wouldn't, I wouldn't sign off on it, but it has a chance, but coming back from shittiness, just, just they don't, just, they don't award it. And just to be clear, Sean is speaking about the metaphorical bus. What? You're 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 not wishing ill ill will on Carson Wentz, are you? Uh, no, I don't want him to die. I mean, okay. get hit by a bus and roll over his foot so he can't play the last four games. Why not so they just lose. wish him onto the football field? He knows how to get himself out of the <laughs> yeah, game right. pretty that well. There. Actually, there you go. That's probably best case scenario. I wish a healthy, a, t- a completely healthy twenty twenty one for Carson Wentz. Best of luck, Carson. I'll be rooting for you. Oh shit. Pickswise.com. <laughs> Pickswise, the number one home of free sports betting picks, props, uh. and parlays held by a team. Trend watching, data devouring sports fanatics. Giving you the who, how, and why behind every prediction. Again, you're always looking for more information, more data, more picks. Why not check out Pickswise.com? It's free. They cover every game, every day, every sport. Pickswise.com. Make your next bet better. Pixwise backs responsible gambling. If you or someone you know wants help, give them a ring. 1 800 Gambler. Ooh, and a new friend of the program, Ryan, Prize Picks. Man, uh, awesome uh, DFS fantasy app. And again, what's really fun about this is you just pick over under on player stats. They have a bunch of stats to choose from. You can do multi sport, NFL, college football. College football is super fun. MLB, of course, for guys like. 
moon off. Even soccer is in there. Hmm. You can uh, obviously the more players you add, the more money you win. You can get up to ten extra money. And I just saw they have futures for NFL and college football. So I just put in a three pick uh, future on some of the guys we like or don't like. I do. Uh, I did uh, over Aaron Jones rushing yards, over Dalvin Cook rushing yards, and then under uh, Christian McCaffrey uh, rushing yards. So that's that's fun. And again. You're playing DFS. You're you're tying these uh, things together. It's really fun. And use our promo code SGP to receive a hundred percent deposit match up to one hundred dollars. That's Prize Picks promo code SGP. Grab that uh, app in the Google Play Store or App Store. All right, Sean. Let's go. We're back. We are Jacksonville. Once once called Saxonville. Yeah. Now I that like seems that. to be stolen by uh Maxonville. Maxonville up in New England. It's an easy uh it's an easy nickname, which by the way, can't wait to talk AFC East just to talk uh, Cam Newton nicknames, <laughs> baby. All right. Remember what happened last year, Sean, when the Jags went one and fifteen and I they stole Trevor Lawrence from the New York Jets. <laughs> well, their their win total was four and a half, and they crushed the under. This year Something has happened because it's moved to six and a half. That's insane. That's a huge jump. Is a rookie Trevor Lawrence with worth five and a six wins? Mm, that's a that's a great question. Minus one ten each way. Six to one to win the division. Sixty to one to win the conference. One hundred and thirty to one to win the Super Bowl. I'm again just completely uh, trash bets. I guess if you're a Jags fan, if you're from London and you're, you're investing in the franchise, <laughs> you maybe are betting on them to win the super bowl to make the playoffs is three to one. No is minus 400. I, again, I'm not sure if we're looking at the same roster uh, schedule or if you've ever followed uh, urban Meyer. Yeah. I don't j- honestly, you could spend your time handicapping the Jags just by going back and, and observing how urban Meyer ran his college organizations. And what you'll learn is that he, he runs a brand of a football uh, that relies on being fucking awesome and winning. And if that's not happening, <laughs> you know, you, you talk about Joe judge and how people at pros aren't going to buy in and running laps and shit like that. Well, they have, they have now. I will be very impressed if we see pros buying in and we, we, this is why this team's young, right? Urban is trying to replicate college. He brought Tim Tebow there. I think he lost 10% of the locker room with that move. I'm not kidding. <laughs> well, I, I was all well, in on that. When I, when I saw they brought in Tim Tebow, I'm like, I got to pound the over here. And then they cut Tim Tebow. Give me the under, and this is an insane six or more wins is a, is a massive step up. Although here's the, here's the kind of data on Ten quarterbacks selected number one overall that started at least ten games. The average win was, the average wins were six point six. But man, I I that's a that's a number one quarterback and new head coach are bringing in. The 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 case against them going over is that the the regression signs that were there for their one and fifteen season are already kind of baked into this number. Yeah, zero and four and three point games, one and six and one score games, turnover margin of minus eight. Okay, that's going to give them. A few more wins, but they underperform by two point seven wins. I yeah, mean, they're but they're gonna they're gonna win more than one, but getting up to seven is it's important crazy. But also, it's important to like the significance of being this far of an outlier. Also, means that all of your numbers are potentially going to look like outliers, and you're going to be like 
you're going to be pulled in to want to say, oh, well, that's all going to swing back the other way. Yeah. But, you know, just like you want to sometimes discard an outlier. I think that you, you kind of you, you can't just lean on regression in the same way with this Jags teams as well. Then you f- sprinkle in that they completely turned over the coaching staff. They've brought in new new players everywhere, with, with the exception of some some spots on the offensive line. And the defense is still probably going to be trash. And it's not like Urban Meyer is known as a defensive whisperer. He did try the, to, their their secondary was horrible. He did try to make them tougher and by bringing in that strength guy, and that didn't really work <laughs> out. So lost another ten percent of the the team there. Well, I've already cashed a uh, Jags prop bet. Of course, on my Tim Tebow under receiving yards, that feels pretty good. Moonoff, is there is there any reason to kind of buy into the Jags here a little bit? It seems like their their win total is priced at best case scenario, and to me, you go big on their under, and then you can slightly hedge it with Trevor Lawrence rookie of the year, or even Urban Meyer coach of the year, because if they do get to that seven, eight, nine wins, it's got to be with them having an amazing season, which I just don't see. Where are you at, Moonoff? Yeah. Yeah, I think for the Jaguars, it's it's about stability now, right? Because we've seen so much, you know, quarterback turnover. We've seen so much head coaching turnover. Now you bring in Urban Meyer, and your future uh, quarterback with Trevor Lawrence is now it's now it's time for this Jaguars team to start, you know, building around these guys. But I mean, as far as this season, I, I think the guy what you guys just mentioned about their defense being so bad, they really didn't do anything to address that, right? They brought in Shaquille Griffin in that secondary, but that was the only major move that they made to help that uh, secondary. I think they're still going to be bad. Um, and then I was, you know, fishing around for some Jaguars information about, I think number one, that Trevor Lawrence coming from Clemson, you know, he didn't, there was a lot of games where he didn't finish out a whole complete game because they were blowing opponents out. And then I think that transition from college to NFL, I think it's going to take a lot longer for Trevor Lawrence because we saw what there was a uh, press conference I was watching that after the game, Trevor Lawrence said that the, he was getting, when he was at Clemson, he was just getting the hand signals from the sideline to, for the next play. Now it's coming through your helmet and it's really kind of slowing things down for him. So I think that's going to be a huge, huge adjustment for him. And not only that, I mean, they spent a great amount of money. I think they have the number one, most expensive offensive line in the entire NFL. So I, I see the the potential there for them. You know, they got Travis Etienne. They have some great skill position players, but I think it's going to take more than one season for them to put it all together. Well, it's yeah. fantasy. Fantasy's driving the value on the Jags because yeah. all the excitement's on the offensive side of the ball. They could have a nice offensive line. They had a great rookie running back last year. Travis Etienne, super exciting. DJ Chark. Laviscus Chanel is like the ultimate fantasy sleeper. DJ Chark yeah. though is dealing with the uh, he had finger surgery. Sure, so I, I, I would keep going. Away. Marvin Jones, all these guys. Marvin like, Jones to me is the guy because you but, know Dable brought him over from Detroit. They brought in the veteran. I, I think he's going to be the receiver that pops. The point being is like what where what are we talking about on the defensive side? To your point, like how often do you see a a, a a cornerback leave the system in Seattle and not exactly be the same guy they were before? So. I think the offense can be fun. It, you know, they're probably going to overproduce if the defense is bad enough. I just think guys, guys, this defense was the reason they were one in 15 last year. Yeah. The offense had moments at times last year. I mean, specifically that win comes to mind week one. Uh, I don't yeah. think the reason they went one in 15 was their offense last year. And I think the reason it, it's, if they brought in a defensive minded head coach and, and you know, their first round pick was defense and they were going all in on the defense. Then maybe you could talk them into into winning a few more games, but again, this is 
I guess Andrew Luck is is what you would be comparing it to, and he went eleven and five as a starter his rookie year, which that to me just seems like a massive outlier. And to, to Munoff's point, just the early results, and again, it's preseason, whatever. But Trevor Lawrence seems like it's going to take a while for things to click. I I just don't yeah. see instant starter, instant game changer, and and maybe he gets to that in that second half of the season. It has some potential, but. I think early sledding is going to be rough for this Jags team, especially. And just kind of reaffirming what I just said, looking at the DVOA for some of the bad team defensive teams last year, like it, it starts to really become outlier and they were way out there. And that, like, if that doesn't get repaired and you have a, any sort of uh, crack in the Urban Meyer armor here, I, I don't really know. Like, what? This is what kills me about like the analytical community and the fantasy community and the overlap is they, for some reason, just like everyone is just penciling in Trey Lance to be a, a future hall of famer. And there's no way that he sucks. There's no way yeah. that a kid that only played at the FCS level. Uh, and when he played good teams did not have good numbers is going to the, everyone is saying like, no one, I've not heard anyone project the case where this team sucks again. Yeah. And, and they have a rookie quarterback. Sure. Behind an offensive line with weapons with no defense. I mean, if they got to five and 12, that's kind of a nice jump up winning four more games than you did the previous season would be a, a huge step in the right direction. And you're still missing the win total I, by a game and a half. I apologize. Carlos Hyde is worth four <laughs> wins. So that, that you know, he's going to get some looks. Oh man, there's Coaches nothing. Love Carlos Hyde. One of my favorite guys to just be like, why is he getting a carry ever, <laughs> ever? And yet he, he was brought in by the by his uh, his former coach. So all right, let's do the schedule. They're six to one to win the division. That's insane. I don't know who's betting. I I know it was a cute bet earlier in the off season when it was a little steeper price. And again, this is driven by a lot of the smart guys out there, right? Like guys who I I would respect as being smart people. I just seem to have bought in on this Jags team, and I just don't I don't see it. And sometimes, you know, sometimes we're right and they're wrong, Sean. Add Houston, which we already said that's a loss. And then uh, Vic Fangio defense at mm. home in Jacksonville. I'm sure there won't be any Bronco fans there. Cardinals at home at Cincy on a Thursday night on a short week. Th they're lucky to get one here. I'm going to say, opinion. I'm going to say 0 and 4. I mean, they 1 and 3. Is probably the right angle, but I'm going to say 0 and 4. You know what? I like fading Arizona, but I don't know if this defense is going to have what it takes. No, I, I think Arizona actually matches up well. I, I don't see anyone. Let's being, get hot. I don't see anyone on the Jags guarding uh, DeAndre Hopkins. Own I four. mean, the the fact that the Broncos are down there week two, the the humidity and heat maybe gives them that <laughs> advantage. But the the Bronco Bradley Chubb and I don't know. I I think they're going to they're going to struggle with that. Uh, I. In his second game, he's going up against that Browns defense. That's going to be tough. Or sorry, yeah, Broncos Den defense. Broncos, yeah. Denver is on the back to back uh, road back. No, to back that's to it, it, that's uh, that actually I think is kind of where they get their sneaky win. But I'm going to go and for machine. What do you got here? Uh, Texans are going to win Week One. Yeah, I'm going to go zero and four. Yeah, wow, let's go. I love it. All right, next quadrant. And man, they, that, that that Thursday night game in Cincy is not a good draw. They 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 people say they have an easy schedule. I'm not sure I see it. Tennessee at home, Miami and London uh, against the Brian Flores coach team. Se week seven uh, by week at Seattle. Jesus, Buffalo at home at Seattle. Ooh. That's the longest road trip in the NFL, or maybe Miami to Seattle. 
Oh man, I'm gonna give them a courtesy win because I don't think they start zero and eight. Uh, so between this quadrant and the other one, I think they get to one and seven. But man, that is that schedule is way tougher than I thought. Munaf? Yeah, I'm gonna go one and three. You said they have a game in London. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, London Jaguars. Come on, guys. You got to give them that. No, one that's what I'm saying. I, I maybe they, Urban maybe Ra- sneak one you out think Urban Flores. Myers ready for a, 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 a trip across the pond. No, people are overrating Urban Myers' ability to. Ca- Nick Saban couldn't do it. Lots of guys come into the NFL and fail miserably that were really good in college. Even even the great ones. All right, next stretch at. So they have an at Seattle, Buffalo at home, at Indy, San Francisco at home, Atlanta at home. At Rams, Sean, where are the wins coming from? Where are they getting wins? Man, this is ah, this is tough. Yeah, I I feel like I I was saying you know building up a case that they're going to close out strong, but yeah, man, I don't know. (laughs) I'll go one and three, but I don't know where it comes from. I think it's going to be Falcons, Falcons at game, home. Possibly. Yeah. One yeah I'll go one and three. I think I got to give them a win. Dome team outdoors. I can't have them go winless. Any Non-conference further. road game for the Falcons. I'll go one and three. I'll go one and three as well. They probably pick up one at this point in the season. All right. Final quadrant at Tennessee. Jesus Christ. Houston at home at jets at new England. I mean, just the road game after a road game. Yeah. Oh man. I'll go one and three. Yeah, I don't they have yeah. a stretch there where they have like what? Weeks thirteen, where they're playing four out of five games on the road. I'll go one and three uh, here as well. I'll go two and two. I think they'll beat Texans in the Jets, and then they finish the season with a home game against Indy. So let's see. Uh, we all yep. gave this game to Indy. Yes. Well, it's a loss then. Sean Moonoff has them going four and thirteen. So nice, Urban Meyer, three wins better. That's great. Uh, Sean, you have them going three and 14. Yeah. That feels realistic. I mean, I, I could see them getting up to six wins. Six wins feels like a ceiling and feels like a good season. Two and 15. Let's fucking go. <laughs> <laughs> this is, I mean, this wind, this, uh, this is crazy. Can you play this l- the lock sound effect a couple times? Yes. And, all right. and, and the fact that the miss playoffs is minus 400, I, I'm all over that. Yep. I mean, a- I'm not. I'm not one that's going to play a ton of minus 400, but why I, not? Yeah, if it's free money, if it's what, free, it's for what me. version of the season are they making the playoff show? Yeah, I mean, it, it would just have to be Trevor Lawrence is like Andrew Luck and just you know, just hits the ground running. And again, but I feel like that Colts team was a little had some more veterans than than they do on this Jags team. To your point, Ryan, like they specifically brought a bunch of young guys in to kind of drink the uh, urban Meyer Kool-Aid. I, I don't see that fast start and, and just hit the ground running and not miss a beat. I mean, cause that's what you have to do. You got to get to nine and eight to probably make the playoffs. Maybe eight, and nine gets you that seventh spot, but geez, I just don't see it at all. Yeah. And, and just uh, to sprinkle some props out there, if you want to have fun with this under a two and a half Division wins for the Jags is plus one twenty. Like wh- what the fuck? Where are they getting oh. three wins in the division? Uh, I know people think Houston's bad, and they're probably penciling in two wins there. Houston will steal one. Uh, last, Look at that week one. Yeah. Last team. So this is the one I really liked, Sean. Last team to get a win. Because I have them starting zero and zero and eight, and I think maybe even zero uh, and ten. What is it? Atlanta. 
what what we Atlanta week ten is the uh or no Atlanta week eleven week eleven. So I I think I have them going twelve. Oh yeah, so I have them going eleven oh and eleven. <laughs> so last <laughs> winless team Jags twenty to one. How are you going to give me twenty to? Because they play the Texans week one, their favorite yeah. week one. Yeah. But man, we went through that schedule. They can slip. They can slip down, and could they be zero and six, zero and seven? You know, yeah, zero and oh, eleven. Certainly. So twenty to one, uh, they were maybe there were maybe like seven, six teams with shorter odds. Sean, that's crazy. Because uh, I I think Jags could very well easily be the worst team. I know I gave out Colts as well, but uh, my my prop bet is Marvin Jones Jr. over eight twenty five and a half receiving yards. And again, it's just kind of follow the follow the money, follow the paper trail of they brought over Brian Dable, Brian Dable brought over Marvin Jones. They have no allegiance to DJ Chark. They have no allegiance it's to true. LaVisca Chenault. And you know, I mean, Marvin Jones coming off a year where he had 978 receiving yards. I, I think again, they're going to be playing catch up a bunch. He could, he could snake a ton of easy yards. So yeah, I, I like Marvin Jones uh, junior here over. What about you moon Any prop bets you like here? Yeah, uh, just wanted to mention. I, I think this is a team, the Jaguars, um, that might be a team that, as far as game totals week to week, that it might be a team that might be going over the total. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. I, as bad as the defense is, I think this offense is going to be better. Obviously, with Trevor Lawrence and you have the skill position players, so something to keep in mind. Um, for this, uh, yeah, for the Jaguars, I actually had two, and uh, Sean, I agree with you, but I'm going over uh, five and a half receiving touchdowns for Marvin Jones Jr. Mm. Um, three out of the last four seasons, he's had nine touchdowns. Uh, the other one, he had five touchdowns, and for all the reasons that you just mentioned, um, coming over with that offensive coordinator, I think this that number is kind of low for me at five and a half. So I'm taking the over there, and then I, I'm not completely sure why the books have James Robinson's rushing yards at 670 and a half. And I'm taking the over there, but um, Jags, you know, if you take a look at their uh, their rush defense opponents, they're well below average. Last year, thousand thousand yard rusher was James Robinson. I know they added uh, Travis Etienne and App Carlos Hyde also, but Meyer he likes to run the ball, right? And with Ryan Day now there in Ohio State where they're airing it out, I think Robinson should thrive in you know at least the backfield and kind of take that next step forward. I could see him getting you know another thousand yard season, maybe even twelve hundred, and only three opponents rank in the top 10, as far as rush defenses, uh, rush defense opponents for the Jacksonville Jaguars. So I'm taking the over 670 and a half rushing yards for him. Yeah. And I think, you know, we saw it, I think we we're going to see it and we saw it in week one of the preseason, but I, the way that he'll deploy his running backs, I don't think he's just going to put James Robinson on the shelf. And that's a pretty no. dis- disrespectful number. Well, can I give out one more prop sure. Jags finishing fourth in the division, Sean, what do you think that would be priced? Three to one, four to one. What? All right, I'm adding that to my list. Four to one. Jags are the worst. I mean, you know, Texans third, Jags four to one. Yeah, Jesus, fourth place. They were one of fifteen last year. I, I know it's a little different, but God, plus four hundred. Are you kidding me? I, I mean, as much as we're shitting on the Colts, I don't think. Their, I like their formula Jag- to get to horrible is is yeah. I, I like I, Jags fourth better than Texans third because then it lets me have a, ce- a higher ceiling on the Texans. <laughs> I don't. You have don't want to re- get screwed when the Texans I, are second in the. I don't want to root against them there. I like that. I like where your head's at, Ryan. Let's hear about the beautiful game. 
All right. Summer of soccer continues on Paramount plus stream over 2000 soccer matches a year from around the world. That's all the heart pounding drama from CBS sports, including UEFA's champions league, Europa league, Italy's Syria, ah, Argentina's Primera division, the Braziliaro NWSL, the Asian football confederation and the CONCACAF qualifiers featuring the stars from the U S and Mexican men's national teams. Plus much more. It's the best of the beautiful game with all the beautiful names like Messi Mbappe, Ronaldo Rapino, and Pulisic. Be part of the excitement as champions are crowned and history is made. The world's game lives here on Paramount Plus. Visit ParamountPlus.com to start your free trial and stream every match live. Tennessee Titans, let's go, baby. All right, tighten up. Of course, uh, this is the team that we made famous by challenging them a couple mm. years back. They resound. They they responded. Uh, Vrabel responded by uh, willing his team <laughs> by threatening to cut off his dick. Uh, team Ryan <laughs> took a huge step forward as Arthur Smith rehabbed Ryan Tannehill away from the dangers of Adam Gase. They went eleven and five last year. Sean nine was the win total. It's nine again this year. Minus one sixty on the over. Plus one thirty on the under. Minus one hundred five to win the division. I I guess de facto that that does make sense. Plus fifteen hundred to win the conference. Thirty to one to win the Super Bowl. And this division is so hard to, to handicap because all of these teams seemingly have with the maybe the Colts have the highest ceiling for this reason, but they have good units and then bad units. And this Titans defense could once again be horrible. The Titans offense, it still should be fun. It still should be explosive. Uh, yeah, to me. When when I when I look at this uh, Titans team, I, they they brought in help on the offensive side. They brought in. Uh, I think Josh Reynolds is going to play meaningful snaps. I think Julio Jones is still going to have a little something. He's in an upgrade him. from Corey Davis. I and, mean, you might not think he has a massive season or he's not the Julio of old, but I still think this Julio Jones is better than Corey Davis. The last thing I'll say before before you can get going. I, I like the the people they brought in to help the defense. They they saw that they had a problem. Yeah, they looked in the mirror and they said, "We got to do better here." And so, while my instincts are typically to think the Titans are just a clown franchise <laughs> with with you know they're 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 the new team in Madden '94, Sean, uh, the night you know the cheat code team and uh, the the Titans uh, they're fun to hate, but man, the fantasy hype is real for me, and maybe it's getting me buying into this team a little bit more. Uh, I I think they're going to be a team that airs it out a bit more, and I think the defense is going to be a tick better. A uh, little regression happens, so I don't know if you're on the same side, but but boy, that division price just—I don't see anything that easier. Yeah, you know? no, I mean the regression factors are there. Their turnover margin was plus eleven, three and one in three point games, seven and two in one score games. So maybe they come back to earth a little bit. But again, I, I like what they did. I like adding Julio Jones. I think he's an upgrade from Corey Davis, and I like bringing in Bud Dupree on the defensive side. I, I think that gives them. A little bit of fight. Maybe Caleb Fairley, the the cornerback out of Virginia, Virginia Tech product. Tech. Maybe he helps uh, helps the secondary out a little bit. Jack Rabbit. To me, uh, and and Warren Sharp had this uh, nugget in there that basically bringing in Julio Jones it helps the passing offense, but really it makes it harder for the defense to put eight men in a box and slow down Derrick Henry. Not that many teams slow down Derrick Henry, but the fact that you can run eleven personnel with Julio Jones. If you're going to put eight men in the box, that gives Ryan Tannehill a very easy uh, path to throw into Julio Jones. Or if you're going to go, if you're going to back off that and just play nickel, I mean, if Derrick Henry is going to see a lot of seven man fronts or six man fronts, it, it, 
This guy is going to eat. John, and, if you and Derrick had, Henry has no problem eating to begin with. If you had to guess, I'm sure you know this off the top of your head, but if you had to guess, what what was the DVOA, offensive DVOA rank for the Tennessee Titans last year? Third. Fourth. And, and that's the part where I don't get. Like, this was an elite offense. And yeah. people are just, I know we all like Arthur Smith. I get it. The players are still there, though. Yeah. And, and, and again, if you're they, making a, 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 like an NBA jam style three man team and even four man, if you want to include the quarterback three man team where like looking the part is just as important as playing. These guys are all big ass dudes. Derrick Henry, Julio <laughs> Jones, AJ Brown, even Ryan Tannehill, former, there's uh, no one like wide receiver. that I think I could tackle. Uh, again, like who's yeah, exactly. Like they, if you get rid of the offensive lines, they might be the best team in the league. Uh, and so again, I, I, I kind of came into this process being pretty contrarian about the, the Tennessee Titans and, and find trying to find the, the, the bear case on them. And I like what they've done on defense. I and think Vrabel, def- Vrabel is a guy who I think he's even, a motivation guy. Yeah. And I do think even though they, they have some holes on defense, if anyone can scheme up that defense, maybe it is a guy like Vrabel. And also to that point, like I think their offense is just going to be able to control the the flow of the game and and put their defense uh, a defense playing with a lead that has Bud Dupree. I, I think is a defense that can be a little bit more successful than last year. I think it's just tough to poke holes in this Titans team. Minus one fifty for the division is is pretty easy money in my mind. But Moonoff, where are you at with the Titans? Are we are we missing something here? Yeah, I mean, I agree with mostly everything you guys said. Right, this offense with Ryan Tannehill. Uh, Derek Henry, Julio Jones. I mean, the wide receivers, AJ Brown. I mean, this offense should pick up wire where they left off. Yeah, we have the Arthur Smith angle, but I think they promoted the tight ends coach to the offensive coordinator position. So it's not like it was an uh, uh, out of franchise hire. So he's still familiar with the play calling. The thing with Bud Dupree on the defensive side, I mean, he's coming off a torn ACL injury, which kind of scares me a little bit there, but. Um, obviously a, a, he was a impact guy when he was with the Steelers. Um, I still feel like they didn't do enough on the defensive side. I'm still expecting this team not to be a great defensive team, but Sean, to your point, we were talking about this offense should be able to control the game offensively. And I think if they kind of slow it down and, and kind of protect the defense, I think that's going to bode well for the Tennessee Titans. But um, again, like I said, it's going to be a two horse race between the Colts and the uh, Titans. I think one thing, one, one more thing I wanted to mention for this division is that there's been so much turnover in this division, whether it's been with coordinators, with coaches and quarterbacks that I think as far as roster wise, I think that the Titans have the most stability uh, at least on the offensive side. Yeah. Tons of continuity. And again, Tannehill to me is a, a step above any of the other quarterbacks in the division, right? I mean, he's one A to yeah. Tyrod one P. I <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, I mean, just the, the clear, uh, you know, that's the theme of my divisional previews is finding some of these clear advantages. And Tannehill is clearly the anyone who tries to argue that anyone else is better than Tannehill from the quarterback. But I mean, you could play this game at every position. What position do you have a valid argument? Offensive skill position is any other team better? And I, I don't. The wide receiver group probably not. Running back. Probably not. No. I mean, maybe you maybe. Get maybe tight end. Uh, sure. And I think the last thing I'll say because you know the nerds out there will be like, nah, well, three hundred and seventy carries. No, not it's not really something you get by, and and you're productive afterwards. Well, first of all, if we're gonna agree that Derrick Henry's an outlier talent, we can all agree that he is. You know, uh, 
Tomlinson kind of blasted through this uh, once and he was kind of a freak guy, but really, uh, and the football outsiders make a good point here. Linebackers have gotten lighter and this dude's heavier. So yeah. it's okay to, to treat him like an outlier. Now I don't think he's going to go near 370 uh, catch or uh, carries this year, because I think that's the biggest impact of losing Arthur Smith. I think we're going to see less commitment to the run. We're going to see less commitment when things are going bad to the run and it's going to go right to the passing game. And that's the area where could he slide back to 2019 uh, total of 300 carries for 1,540 yards? Absolutely. Still, still, had, a, still had a great year, Yeah, but you know, those, what is that? Three carry four carries a game, five carries a game. He, he, you shave off them. They obviously want to keep him around. He's kind of a big part of their franchise. They have to be aware of the fact that if they smash him with 370 carries again, I mean, they've already paid him, right? Like they're past the part where you just, you just run the tires down to nothing. So um, yeah. And we'll, you know, more, more talk on Derrick Henry later, but I, I just think my takeaway from this division is how you, you know, good luck finding a way to get Tennessee, not, not winning this division or making the playoffs. All right. You guys ready? Let's go. Tennessee yep. at uh, home against Arizona at Seattle, India at home at jets three and one, three and one. Yeah. I mean, at Seattle is always tough. Where are you, where are you at moon off? Uh, yeah, I'll probably go th- uh, at uh, I'll jet- go two and two. Oh, okay. At jets at Jags, tough back to back stretch there at Jacksonville, <laughs> Buffalo at home on Monday night football, Kansas city at home. That is a tough stretch right there. Yeah. And at Indy, I'll go two and two here. Cause I do think that's tough. Maybe they split the home games and, and trip up on one of the road division games. That's exactly what I think. I, I think they uh, win the first two, lose the second two. Yeah, I'll go two and two also here. Yeah. All right. Next four at the Rams on Sunday night football. Saints at home, Texans at home, at New England. I think they can win one of these road games, and I like them in the home spot. So I'll go three and one. I think they lose. I think they uh, they finish a three game losing stretch there. Kansas City at Indy at Rams. Brable threatens to cut his dick off again. <laughs> they go on a three game heater with three and one. Uh, I'll go two and two here. I like it. You're, you're, you're bringing the more uh, level headed take moon off <laughs> by week 13 late Jacksonville at Pittsburgh Niners at home on Thursday night, Miami at home, three and one, three and one. Those yeah, home Thursday night one. games are money. Jags at home money. Dolphins outdoors in January. There Money. is something too about the fact that like they they have brought a lot of people back and they do have a winning cult. Like whatever they've built there, whatever Vrabel has done, and whatever you want to say to make fun of them, they clearly he's clearly built a locker room where they believe they can win. Yep, because they're yep. winning. And and I think whether maybe it's just that he needed to buy a couple the buy in of a couple people, but they clearly believe, which is why I'm okay uh, leaning into the fact that defense will regress. Moonoff, what do you got for this this stretch? Yeah, three and one. Nice. All right, bonus game is at Houston, which W. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> you, uh, so I have the, uh, I actually have. Uh, they you don't gave need it to the Texans. They don't right? need this game. Okay. Texans win it. I'm gonna say they do need it. You had the Texans winning as yeah. well. And I said before that win division was minus one fifty. It's actually win the division's only minus one hundred five. Make playoffs yeah. is minus one fifty. Yeah. 
And Munaf had the Texans uh, losing this one, Titans winning. So the final tally is Munaf is at 10 and 7. Sean, you got him at ooh, 11 and 6. Yep. And I got him 11 and 6. Yeah, and I think Munaf was a playing, you know, devil's advocate, kind of being conservative. He still had the over here. Again, make playoffs at minus one fifty. That is a lock for me, futures wise, and also yeah, then that win in the division too, at minus one hundred five. Triple lock. Let's go. I mean, the make the playoff. I, all right, so we've now done. Uh, this is division six, and another division where what is my gap between? First, it's only a two game gap this time. Yeah. Um. So, but but how does Tennessee not make the playoffs? What, like what? I, the, I'm struggling to wrap my head around. It. Is it the Henry injury? Is that the the concern? Well, let's let's throw out some prop well, bets that's here, my prop. and then we'll Henry, get to the lock. Henry under. Okay. Uh, Henry under rushing yards. What I, is his set at? It's 1555 and a half. Yeah, I mean that's it's monster. I, I'm not a Look, guy who's going to fade Derrick Henry. Here to me is a more fun way to potentially fade Derrick Henry. There's probably a way where this can hit without fading Derrick Henry, but Ryan Tannehill. To have the most passing yards and Tennessee makes the playoffs 30 to 1. Now, he w- <laughs> that to me is kind of insane, just considering there, to me, there's a bunch of scenarios where they end up passing a ton. We've laid out the cases that they still have issues on defense. They're playing in the AFC South, which has some pretty bad secondaries. He was 15th in passing yards last year at 3,800, but you're bringing Julio Jones and maybe Derrick Henry does get banged up or maybe they throw the ball more because of Arthur Smith and aren't as committed to the run. Like Kramer was saying, getting him to the most passing yards, uh, it's a bit of a stretch, but it's not, it's not impossible. Moon off. What do you got for a prop bet? And am I crazy again? It's 30 to one, but yeah, you can see I mean, the it's case. 30 to one for a reason, right? I mean, yeah. you bring in Julio Jones, you have AJ Brown. I mean, those guys are stud wide receivers, and in the, in, the, in the scenario, I can see where he, you know, leads the league with passing yards. But uh, my prop was the same thing as uh, uh, Ryan's there. Um, smart man. You know, uh, go ahead. No, I said smart man. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, I'm not going to go through the numbers, or you can look this up on your own. But you know, we, we've had four uh, running backs that have rushed for um, more than 2,000 yards since 2000, and including Derrick Henry in that. And there's been a significant significant fall off the year yeah. after that, where they've had those 2000 rushing yards. So uh, I'm going under 1,555 yards um, for Derek Henry. And also the reasons that, you know, uh, Ryan mentioned that they locked him up to a long year, lo- a long contract. They want him around. So they, they're going to have to cut down on his, on his carries because he's, he's rushed 681 yeah. times over the last two years. You, you gotta, you gotta like the, Again, once you make the investment, you stop driving your car like an asshole, right? Like maybe, <laughs> maybe you're not downshifting into second gear on the highway just yeah, to sound but that, cool. But, but to the car comparison, it's uh, it's like getting this you know supersized Jeep with like all the giant truck tires, and then just keeping it on surface streets. I mean, Derrick Henry is a dog, and well, you gotta let the dog off the leash, Ryan. <laughs> Otherwise, he's not a dog. How much? <laughs> all right, so let's play this game. And he is a big dog. How many points per game do you think the Titans can average? Uh, would they average last year like twenty four? Let me pull it up. I don't even know. I'm not. I don't have the points per game stuff off the top. You don't of have head. it memorized? No, I couldn't even tell you. I, I get no. They probably hire like twenty seven something. They were uh, thirty like thirty point seven. Yeah. So could they? Could they 
eke up to like 32. Yeah. Well, uh, so I, I don't know if I've done something wrong here, but when I look at the uh, Tennessee Titans total team, total points for the season, it's set to 429 and a half. 429 and a half, Sean. If you do 429.5 divided by 17, you get 25.26. What the fuck am I missing? Yeah, I I just don't get uh it at Which, all. Which by the way, the, the 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 world we live in where we can bet team totals on the season. God bless America. Yeah. Yeah, no, this is awesome. Well, right. wait, Music like, to my what, ears. what am I missing? They're going to regress 6 points a game on offense. Yeah, and they're playing below average defenses all throughout the season. I mean, you take a look, the only couple top tens they have is is the Bills, but that's at that's at home. You have the Rams, okay, but then you have Patriots, which I'm sure it's a revenge angle for Mike Vrabel, and then the Dolphins in Week 17. Yeah. But who knows what's going on I, with the Dolphins at that point? Yeah, Football Outsiders projected. Oh, 20, I know what's going on with the Dolphins. <laughs> They're going to be bad as long yeah, as they I, have that two in there. Good work, uh, good work, everyone. Good work. All right, let's uh, time to lock it up. Wow. Locks brought to you by Under Dog Fantasy.com. Promo code SGPN for a free 25 bucks. You can do five entries in the puppy or one entry in Best Ball Mania 2, or, or you, use it towards the big yeah, dog of $250. Cover 10% of your entry. Yeah. Big dogs only. All right, I'll start. Uh Jags under to me is just the lock of all locks. Yeah. And well, I like the over at nine. Uh, you're paying minus one sixty on the over for the Titans at nine. To me, it doesn't make sense. Just take make playoffs at at minus one fifty. So those are my two. Yeah, like and even throw that, in the division there as well. Like they that, wi- that's crazy. Yeah, this, this is the easy. It's I don't know how you go how you get ten wins in a seventeen playoff in the AFC and not make the playoffs. So I'd rather take make playoffs at minus one fifty than than ten wins at minus one sixty. Or over nine, essentially ten. I guess you get the push at nine, so maybe that's why you have the minus one sixty. But even at nine, Titans probably get in. Munaf, what are your what are your favorite bets here in the AFC South? Yeah, I, I think that minus one fifty for the Titans to make the playoffs. Uh, I'll probably put a little bit down on uh, them to win uh, the division, also. But I, I love that Derrick Henry under man. It, it makes a lot of sense for all the reasons that we talked about. Uh, I'll take the under on that, and then the Titans to win. The uh, div- sorry to make the playoffs, and I'm taking Texas under four guys. I mean, <laughs> I don't, <laughs> I just bet. don't see Let's how in the world off. they get to five wins. <laughs> so, sorry, uh, Ryan, I know you're you're your loser you're has Texas. to shave the beard. I like uh, that's that's a lot for uh, Moonoff to give up, though. No, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not putting a razor on my face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Moonoff can't get rid of that thing, it's too uh, it's too All awesome. Right. I mean, uh, yeah. I, I, this isn't fun, Sean. What do you got? I'm, I'm locking up the same things as you. Oh wow! Stealing my I, thunder. Yeah, I. You know, honestly, I. I. One of us went two and fifteen on the Jag. So if anyone stole anyone's <laughs> thunder, so you have <laughs> you have the the rightful claim to and the uh, Jags. And under. I'm gonna sp- let me. You know what? If you want to take the under, I'll lock up Jags finish fourth plus four hundred like a the, real man. That is there you go. Like That's a real man. And about. I will be taking Munaf. We we will be wagering on the Texans total. Uh, we'll, Side we'll, bet. we'll figure out what to bet, but oh, I, I'm down with that. Give I'm me the, the give me the over, baby. Uh, oh last God, last one, I'll, last one I'll sprinkle in there uh, because I, I I think the one thing that resonated with me when I fell into Titans uh, Reddit and and Titans Twitter 
is like, there's a culture there. There's something going on there. Hashtag and so tighten up. So I, I, uh, and this team, like, I think they could swing with the, the big offenses in the AFC, like in, in peak performing games, like, could they step up? I think they could. So if there's anyone that's farther, farther down the board like this, the 15 to one range in the conference, like I, I would sprinkle, I'm going to, I'm going to buy some Titans when we're, when we're out for week one. Hashtag. Hashtag tighten up. Titan. This up. could be the ultimate jinx for the city of Tennessee. Last time I was right, very mean going to all in on the Titans <laughs> and me hating the uh, Colts. This is your this is not your grandpa's <laughs> AFC South preview. Well, of course, a big thanks to Moonoff Manji for hopping on the show. Check out Moonoff over at sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Check him out on the MLB gambling podcast, the NBA gambling podcast. The newly minted prop cast Jesus. on the SGPN network feed. Just get the app. Are, are you doing us all over it? Are you still doing first round leaders for golf too? I had one last week. I took this week <laughs> off. Uh I got Russell Henley last week, but I I took this week off. I oh, tried yeah. to give myself a little break on that. <laughs> Moonoff is just literally. That's why they call this man the machine. Thank you for participating in the Sports Gambling Podcast. Get that app and uh download the app and uh, drop a uh, rating and review in the Apple App Store, Google Play Store for your chance to win gear every Monday, but more importantly, for your chance to win one hundred thousand dollars come NFL week one. For the Sports Gambling Podcast, I'm Sean stacking the money green, and he is Ryan. I love you, Tyrod. Kramer, let it ride.